Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, there's eight openings uh, for head coaches in the NFL, or I should say there's seven because the Patriots uh, announced today already that they're hiring Gerard Mayo. I don't know if they announced it, but it's kind of known press conference next week. So seven openings. But, boy, there's some big-time free agent coaches uh, available to fill some of those jobs. I would think they would be in demand. Uh, We've never seen anything quite like this. Um, Bill Belichick might be the greatest coach in NFL history. He is on the market Jim Harbaugh just won a national championship. He was a great NFL coach. He might be on the market. I basically think he will be on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, some of the names out there are crazy. And there are some good jobs available. I think the Chargers job is a great job. I think the Falcons job could be a really good job. Any NFL job could be a good job if you end up with the right quarterback uh, and the right owner. Uh, and, you know, I really think that you might see Belichick and Harbaugh dueling for that Chargers job. Mm. Um, but it's also, you know, it, it, it's going to be fascinating musical chairs because we really don't know, you know, which owners want which coaches. You know, I mean, I don't know that every owner in the NFL wants to work with Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. but somebody's going to want to. And I'm not sure every owner. I mean, the Vikings, you know, were completely turned off by Jim Harbaugh's interview. They really didn't want him around, and that may might might regret it at some point. But you know, it, there, things have to mesh. And we don't know how things are going to mesh with some of these guys. Mm-hmm. I, I heard some interesting commentary from some ex-players uh, uh, of Belichick's that, uh, you know, kind of indicating that he seems to be an East Coast guy. Uh, apparently they had heard the speculation on the Chargers as well, and that would seem to be obvious. He has the best quarterback. You wouldn't think Belichick would want to go someplace where there isn't a settled situation there. Uh, but they were kind of indicating they thought he'd stay out East and that Washington might be a landing spot now that, uh, you know, they, they've got the idiot owner gone from there and there's new ownership. And I think Magic Johnson is part of that ownership group, and they might really push to, to have him in Washington. Uh, do you think that would be a fit? That's a possibility, yeah. Uh, I think that's a franchise that has underperformed, has some talent on it, and then once again, another franchise that a good coach and quarterback away from maybe being something. Uh, I would say this about people being, you know, tied to certain regions. Mm-hmm. I Rich people can live anywhere. <laughs> that's I mean, true. <laughs> when you're rich, you, I mean, a rich person living in Los Angeles, he would have a great time. You know, a rich person, he'd be great. He'd enjoy, I'm sure he'd enjoy D.C. too. I have relatives in D.C. I lived in Maryland for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, rich people are going to have it fine anywhere they go. So I, I doubt that he would let. I, I doubt that he would say, you know what? I really don't want to go to L.A. and make ten million dollars a year and coach. You know, maybe a future Hall of Fame quarterback. I, I don't. I don't really see that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to find out where all of these guys land. What did you make of the Patriots? Uh, he mu- they must have had, uh, it had to be that Robert Kraft has had Gerard Mayo with him, you know, his entire playing career, coaching career, uh, and he was ready to give him his first shot. That that had to go on before they decided to move on from Belichick. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure this is uh, this was premeditated. And who knows, you know, we don't even know. Maybe Belichick even, even told him on the way out, hey, you know, you ought sure. to... You ought, to, you ought to hire this guy. He's he's done everything he needs to do to, to prepare himself to be a head coach. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really surprise me that they didn't want to move too far from the, the Belichick way. I mean, gosh, it's been fairly successful. It's been very successful, and as we see with Belichick and most NFL coaches, the, the biggest variable is quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was ridiculously successful when he had Brady as his quarterback, and he's been you know mediocre in terms of results when he hasn't. Uh, he's also been... Uh, an obvious, obviously great coach, 
and a terrible general manager. So, yeah. um, you know, he kind of buried himself. He really kind of buried himself by not by wanting to be the GM. You know, it sounds good, right? It's the old Bill Parcells line. You know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna cook the meal, you got to let me buy the ingredients. It sounds good, but it's just so hard. It's just such a tough job. Yeah. Um, you know, he took he took you know he's he's working eighty hour weeks during the season at a time when other general managers and scouts are out. You know, looking at players and looking at backgrounds. He basically drafted Mac Jones because Nick Saban recommended him to him. Yeah. You know, well, if you're a full time general manager, a full time scout. You're not just relying on somebody's recommendation. You're you're forming your own opinion. Yeah. It doesn't seem like though that Belichick would probably go to a situation where he had a GM over him in in personnel situations. I mean, he's had it that way for a long time. I, I'd be surprised if he just took a coaching job. Wouldn't you want you know all you know all of the power? I I would think at this point he wants to win. He wants to prove he can win without Tom Brady. And who knows? Maybe maybe he didn't like being the GM, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe he wanted to do it and, and just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I don't think anybody, I, I would be very surprised if somebody hired him to be the GM after the way he ran that franchise in the ground in mm-hmm. terms of personnel. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that he would be aware enough that to realize that he didn't do a good job as a general manager and want some help in that area. Mm-hmm. So I would think that he would want a general manager that he gets along with. Uh, you know, I think, I think he'd have to be the right guy, but I, I don't, God, I would hope he'd be self-aware enough to realize that he's not a good general manager. Yeah, well, we'll find out uh, in the coming mm-hmm. weeks about that. Uh, that's for sure. Playoffs uh, this weekend. Uh, uh, you know, I asked you for your picks yesterday, and I, like you, like the Ravens and Niners to come out of it. But specifically games this weekend, I find it interesting. I, I'm reading and hearing a lot of analysts, you know, picking their games and so forth. There's a consensus that the Eagles are going to go into Tampa Bay and get beaten uh, by the Bucks. Uh, would you concur with that? It's a pretty logical pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is not throwing passes right now. He is a bent middle finger on his right passing hand. Uh, A.J. Brown has not been practicing. The Eagles are in a complete free fall. I think they lost six of their last seven. And they have to play on the road. Uh, it, just, it just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. And, and their defense is terrible. Now, the Bucks are not great. Obviously, they're not great. They're a very average team. But the Eagles might be bad enough to lose to them right now. And and I've also then heard following that up that if they do get embarrassed by the Bucks or even lose the game simply, that it might be the end for Nick Sirianni there in Philadelphia. I've heard that too, and it sounds crazy given mm-hmm. that they almost won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, I don't know. I, I I have no idea if that's just wild speculation or if there's actually some 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 uh, heat there. Mm-hmm. It, it would seem crazy, but I guess the flip side is if you thought. You had one of the best teams in the NFL, and you were in a great position like eight, nine, ten weeks into the season, and you thought you're headed for another Super Bowl, and your team completely stopped functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you give him the benefit of the doubt, or do you blame him for it? I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my guess, my my gut is the Eagles have been a very stable, well-run organization for a long time. Jeffrey Lurie's been a very a smart owner. Howie Roseman's been an excellent general manager. I would guess that a, a, a franchise as stable as theirs wouldn't overreact that way, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's just my guess. 
Yeah, and they have been willing to move on from from really good coaches. Moved on from Andy Reid, Doug Peterson after he won a Super Bowl, although sure. maybe Peterson wasn't quite as good as we thought. Maybe it was the talent there. I, I know that Howie Roseman gets a lot of credit for being a terrific GM and, and putting a roster together. This might be the prime example of when you win and you, you get fleeced of your coordinators, which is what happened in Philadelphia. It can have a negative impact, and it seems as though that might be at least in part their struggles here lately. Yes. Uh, the defense is very vanilla, very easy to pick apart. I mean, hey, the Vikings torched them. Yeah. Right? You know, Jefferson reaches for the goal line and scores that are reached for the goal line and fumbles. I mean, the Vikings might have won that game. Their, who knows how their season would have ended up. Uh, yeah. Vikings absolutely torched them. Everybody's torched them. Yep. Any good passer has torched that defense. Uh, they're kind of the opposite of a Flores defense. They just sit back and let you do whatever you want. Hmm. Uh, and the offense, uh, you know, really. And here's the other thing. The tush push wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. They might have two or three fewer wins. I mean, that is such a weapon to know. Anytime you're in third or fourth and short, or anytime you're near the goal, and you're automatically going to get the first down or automatically the score, yeah. that's worth a couple wins a year. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, who else can guarantee uh, a pickup on those short yardage uh, situations? Uh, the other uh, interesting—I uh, don't know if it's an upset necessarily—is is, uh, I hear a lot of people taking the Rams to win in Detroit uh, because of uh, matchups that the uh, Lions secondary is a little suspect at times, and that anybody can test downfield. It's Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I I think that's another logical pick. Uh, mm-hmm. The Rams are really good. Uh, they have developed a really good running game. Stafford's good, and he's playing well, and he's healthy. And they have two outside receivers who can torch you. They have a good mm-hmm. enough tight end to test the middle of the field. Lions' weakness is in their secondary. And, you know, we don't still know how Lions are going to re- react to this. Uh-huh. I mean, I like I, – listen, I like everything the Lions have done. You know, I, I, I like the way they built the roster. I like Dan Campbell. But the Rams – Rams might – might win just because they're good, not because there's something really wrong with the Lions. Yeah. Jim, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Great. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports of Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Rambo pregame coverage for Cardinal Girls basketball tonight at Fergus Falls at 7.